at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Well, thanks for that, uh, Anne. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, adverts. Uh, in fact, Mary's saying, I hate adverts with kids. The Vodacom kid, Beyonce, is horrible. I wonder what your thoughts. Just think about this one. There's been a, a whole glut of adverts that features kids uh, in the last few months. Why? Obviously, it seems to be working, isn't it? But when there's so many... I must say, I like them initially, and I tend to agree with Mary that the more I watch most of them, I actually don't particularly like the Beyonce one, the more I watch most of them, I find the irritation factor then comes into play. Now, do you, do you agree with that? So, ads with kids, yay or nay? You can SMS now, I'd love to get your thoughts. 34701, simply just respond, ads with kids. Yes, I like it. No, I don't. I want to get your thoughts on it. And please do tweet as well, at Ashraf Garda, and you can, uh, you can call in um, at any relevant time. Quick, short, sharp calls on that issue. If we can't take the calls, I'll do so. 0891104207. Now, I'll tell you what, uh, Jeremy Sampson is a regular guest on these shows. Of course, you know that. We'll be chatting to him about the Interbrand uh, Top 100 Global Brand Rankings. It's a, it's a must-listen to. If you have any interest in global brands, as you should, if you have any interest in growing your brand to become a global brand one day, as you should, I would think. So, think about that now. Uh, let's, however, talk about a brand in South Africa, an agency called Have You Heard? The word of mouth agency, that is. Uh, Ryan McFadden is the MD of Have You Heard? Uh, Ryan, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi, Ashford. Thanks for having us good. on the show. Pleasure. So, of course, we use this, this opportunity to sort of get an eye into your company uh, and, and find yes. out more about, about what it is that you guys do. So let, let's start with that then, first of all. The title, you know, is it, is it all sort of all together? Is it fully, have you heard, dash word of mouth agency, or just have you heard? So, yeah, so it's have you heard, um, and we focus and specialize in, in word of mouth marketing. Okay. Well, what does that mean? I mean, I, I think I know what it means, but when you say word of mouth, uh, I, I'm sort of imagining... Uh, a listener listening to you and I chatting actually saying that sort of imagine you're going door to door going to tell a story is it is it as literal as that um you know when we started it was as literal as that it was literally about connecting with highly influential people um, and putting remarkable products in their hands and getting them to go out and share the message on our behalf it's progressed to more than that where we actually work with brands to create a brand that is remarkable, and we then put it in the hands of the right people, and we create advertising that makes people talk. Um, the reason we do this is when we when we started our company, we had pulled up a lot of research, and, and I, I had started on the, the marketing side. So I was a traditional sort of client uh, person who was all focused on, on ROI um, and making sure that we when we advertised, we got value back. When we looked at stats, it shows that at market or consumers are bombarded with 900 marketing messages per week, and they only remember four. When we look at that conversely with recommendations and discussions, we see that one in three conversations in South Africa are around brands, and one in three recommendations convert into trial, which basically then drives sales. So we moved into that area to firstly make brands remarkable and then create remarkable uh, communications. All right. So, so where you're at now, I mean, in terms of your your core business. So yeah, so it's, it's predominantly word of mouth marketing. So it's it's, it's uh, research all the way from research, and, and basically what we say we, we take a consumer centric approach to marketing uh, to get consumers passionate about a brand and create advocacy. And and, and how do you do it? What I mean by that is. Uh, you know, m- many agencies um, are, are fully integrated. Some, of course, are specialists. I understand that. But but all of them, in their own way, try and suggest that they offer that solution for that company. So, what is it, in fact, 
And I've heard you say the whole word of mouth and I understand that, but, but in terms of the actual business on the table, what is it that sets you apart from, from others that says, hey, we need to deal with these guys, not anybody else? It's a great question. There's three key elements that, that we look at when we're developing any form of sort of communication. We look at, at uh, conversational currency. So really what is, if people are going to talk around your brand, what is that conversation that they're going to have that will drive sort of, and I hate using the word, but a viral spread of, of conversations around the brand. We then look at, at what we call a value exchange, and that value exchange is that if I'm going to recommend your brand, how do I get you to recommend my brand credibly? So what we see a lot of the time is if we're working with uh, ambassadors or promoters, we pay them to have that conversation, so the conversation is not credible. If we connect and we pay bloggers or uh, those sort of uh, socially connected people, again, to have a conversation around our brand, it's not a credible conversation. So we take a, a, a two-step process. Figure out what that conversational currency is, then find people on the ground who are socially connected. So they're not bloggers, they're not celebrities, etc. It's the me and you of the world, but who are socially connected. And we know those kind of people, the people who are what we call influencers. Mm -hmm. And those influencers then go out and, and have a conversation around our brand. And, and that's the value exchange comes in. So if we talk about certain brands, this, the value exchange that they give certain consumers is that they give them status. And that's what that thing. So we tie in and we, we provide that status through our brand association with those particular influencers. So, and the so, reason we do that Sorry, yeah? No, no, carry on. Carry on. Yeah. Sorry, so the secret in terms of what we do, I mean, if you look at sort of a conversational cycle, you've got what we call early adopters, and early adopters by nature want to know the next best kind of secret, but what makes them cool is being the only ones who know that secret. Influencers are people who want to know that secret, but what makes them cool or gives them status is the fact that they're able to share that message. Now, most brands, when they're kind of in, a, in that sort of conversational phase, they break into the early adopters section, and it takes them, let's say, two, three years as an example, to break out of those early adopters into the influencers and become mainstream. And a lot of the time, as brand owners, etc., that two, three years phase takes too long. So we as, as an agency basically leapfrog those early adopters, put it straight into the hands of the influencers, and get that brand to grow. All right, so, so give me an example, because you, you made the point, you, you in fact, if I got this right, you, you would not pay for, for people to promote you on social media, is that correct? Correct. All right, so, so you've loosened it out because it's not, uh, there's not much integrity attached to that, fine. Yes. So, so, so then these influencers, give, give me an example of a brand a client that you've done work for and, and the type of people that you've used uh, to, to get the message across? Okay, so I think one of the, one of the easiest ones to work is, is takealot.com. Um, takealot.com is, is remarkable in terms of South Africa because when you look at, um, Accenture did a, a study recently and it showed that South Africa is amongst some of the lowest scores for customer service in the world. Um, when you look at takealot.com, their entire business is a, consumer-centric focused brand that focuses on customer service. And that in itself is remarkable. So what we essentially do is we expose highly influential people and, and your highly influential people are, are again your sort of standard people on the ground um, who have say 2,000, 3,000 followers on Twitter. They're not the 80,000 followers on Twitter, but also they're socially networked so they have a lot of friends. And we connect them with the take a lot. They experience the take a lot service that in itself blows them away. And I mean, we, we've had statements where guys have gone, you know, I, I placed an order on Tuesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and my delivery was done at 9 o'clock the next morning. It took less than 24 hours to deliver my, 
my product and it's amazing and the prices were great and, and all those sort of elements. And that's the conversation that then flows. It flows on social media and it flows face to face. And what we see is that a lot of brands put a lot of money into, into sort of digital marketing. But when you look at overall conversations that are happening around brands, specifically in South Africa, only 6% of those conversations are happening on an online space or a social media space. 94% of conversations are happening face to face in the real world. Okay. And that's where we think the biggest conversion. 94% happens in the real world. I'm always saying we should Correct. rewrite what, what we think of in terms of the books as we know it in terms of marketing. Because uh, we've been chatting about uh, about telemarketing earlier on. I wonder what your thoughts... Well, what are your thoughts about that, by the way? Telemarketing. Sorry, say again. Which what, mar- telemarketing? Yeah, te- we were talking about telemarketing this morning. What, what are your thoughts okay. about that as a, as a form of word-of-mouth direct marketing to a person? You know, my biggest issue is that you want to create a experience for consumers that, again, adds value or drives their curiosity. Um, because that's what intrigues them. And the problem that I typically have with telemarketing is that when you when marketers break into your space, you want them either to delight you and have a really wonderful experience that, again, is remarkable, or you actually aren't going looking for information. The typical example, the problem that I have with telemarketing is that a lot of the time there are unrequested conversations that you're essentially mm-hmm. happening, and they're not entertaining at all. So all that you've essentially done is, stolen three minutes of my life to have a conversation that firstly I don't want that I'm, it's a product that I'm not looking for and you you haven't entertained me so I actually walk away feeling more frustrated or more annoyed that you've invaded my space without being invited and given me no value mm, good good point just by the way throwing it out to, to listeners if you are involved in marketing have you heard of have you heard and I know I'm not changing what I said. Have you heard of? Have you heard? Right? Oh eight nine one one zero four two seven. Always happy to take one or two quick calls if you wish to raise a question uh, around the agency, because that's what we're doing. We're focusing on the agency around them and their actual work itself. Otherwise, you can SMS to three four seven zero one. We asked the question earlier about. Uh, Kids or children in adverts, uh, whether it's a yay or a nay, I can tell you now about 80% are saying nay, 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 we don't like it. Eleanor, I've, I've uh, acknowledged your SMS, you say the same thing. Definitely, so people don't like it. Give me, give me your thoughts if you feel any differently on that there, right? So, so let's then talk. Okay, you mentioned take a lot. Give me examples of other clients and campaigns you've worked on. Okay, so we, we were very fortunate to work with two amazing teams, one at Brandhaus um, and one at JWT. And we partnered with the three people to launch Smirnoff Ice Double Black with Garana. Um, both on the insight that people were looking for um, a delicious ready-to-drink option um, within the environment, ready-to-drink market, it was looking for a new entrant. Um, we launched the, the product with uh, ambassadors, influencers, etc., and and really just exposing them to the brand. The brand in itself is just such a great brand being the Smirnoff brand um, and the actual product once you taste it I think converts 90% of the people that actually taste it Um, so we drove various activations where we surprised and delighted sort of consumers within that environment and we've seen the brand grow from a brand that's literally started from a zero base to almost a billion rand in sales in in two years and so again it's about taking a really remarkable product and putting the hands of the right people Mm. And, and, and the talent within your company talk to me about who they are the talent. Um, yeah, okay. the so we've got, mm. yeah, so we've got Jason Stewart, who's um, my business partner, who 
has come through the ranks working in traditional advertising um, and really from a creative point of view and from a word of mouth strategy point of view is, is I think the leading expert in, in South Africa. Um, he's been the brain behind various uh, incredible campaigns that have seen great returns. Um, and then we're very fortunate to have a team of, of extremely talented young people who have uh, spent a lot of time immersing themselves in terms of understanding the consumer. Um, and again, we've got a team that works very, very hard to understand the consumer because of the, and that's what gives us the, the word of mouth element to the campaign. We've got a Joburg branch again. We've got uh, Cape Town. We're expanding into Dubai. Um, so we've seen a lot of incredible uh, brands coming on tasking. But I think more, most importantly, what we we're very fortunate is, is not only having the talent that we work with in our agency, but also we are very specific about the brands that we work with because of the fact that they have to have an element of remarkability. And so we're very fortunate to work with, with great brands around the country. Mm. All right. And uh, your own story in terms of how the company started? So um, we basically were working on a brand um, called Rehydrate. Um, and I'd met Jason. So as I said, I was working on the client side. Um, and we were working with the, the, the Johnson & Johnson civil and the Rehydrate is just a really great brand. Um, and we, we put together a word of mouth campaign where we seeded education around the brand. I don't know if you know it, but it's basically an oral electrolyte replacement solution. Um, and grew the brand by almost, uh, well, I can't remember the exact size, but grew the, the brand significantly in the mm-hmm. space of nine months. Um, and that's kind of where we clicked and we went, okay, clearly there's, there's a great opportunity with this particular element. And, and combining my sort of background, which is traditional marketing, and I'm all about the numbers, um, I'm all about return on investment. If we're going to spend one rand, I want to be three rand back. Um, I don't care if there's a pretty picture or a TV advert or there's something like that. What I do needs to, needs to sell. And I think that's where with sort of my thinking cam and we always talk within the agency as marketers we need to sell more stuff to more people more often um it doesn't matter what the pretty picture is and then combining it with jason who is creatively very very strong drives incredible ideas etc and when you meet sort of blend the two you end up with a, a remarkable a really really beautiful campaign that actually drives sales and and i think that's where the, where the insights came in and, and because of that we've been very fortunate to continue to grow with sort of double in, in terms of size, in terms of staff, uh, and in terms of, of revenue, um, because our clients have signed with us in a small pilot campaign because they're not sure what word of mouth is, and then we've managed to maintain 90% of our clients going forward, and we continue to do bigger and bigger and better and better work. All right. Now, a uh, couple of things before I, before I let you go. Then in terms of the future, yeah. uh, plans yeah. for the future, you know, wish list that did you have? Oh, so I, think, I think it's just to continue to do great work with great brands. Um, we're, we're seeing really good responses to our campaigns. Um, we're, um, we've got amazing brands. And I think the big thing for us that tells kind of where we're going, we're, we'll continue to do great work, continue to grow brands. But I think the big focus for me is, is to kind of continue to get our clients recommending us to other marketers because that's where we've seen the growth come through. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, all our business growth has really come because we don't really typically advertise ourselves um, and, you know, we obviously speak with, with great individuals like yourself, but all of our growth has come because our clients have recommended us to other marketers that okay. they know. So, so, in fact, they, they also, you, you're applying the, the, the word of mouth principle even to your own business, not just when you work on the other clients. Yeah. Does it work? What, what I'm saying, therefore, is 
so if I said to you there's a there's a pitch for for new business, would you then say we won't take it because we'd rather our client recommends us to other marketers for them to say we want your business, or would you go the pitch route anyway? No, I think we definitely go the pitch route. Um, what we then do is, from a pitch point of view, we obviously look at um, where we can bring the remarkability into a brand, and, and we've been quite fortunate in the past where we've been driving agency-led innovation. If there isn't a, a point of remarkability, a lot of the brands have gone cool. You know, let's build remarkability into our brand. Um, so we've seen us winning a lot of the pitches that we've been a, a part of because we take a different slant. We'll go, listen, let's look at internal advocacy. Let's see how we can actually get your staff who, you, who are part of your business to drive your business. How do we look at this? So we just take a very different approach. And, and of all the pitches we've been involved in, a lot of the brands buy into that. All right. F- finally, any, any final thoughts that you'd like to share? Um, I think the challenge for all marketers going forward, I think, will be to understand that the traditional space is becoming more and more difficult to, to play within and that unless you have an element of, of conversation or remarkability amongst your consumer, you'll find it more and more difficult to break through the clutter. We've, as I say, we're very fortunate to work with um, amazing above-the-line agents that get it and they, they utilize their traditional approach to sort of amplify a remarkable message that we build um, on sort of as the foundation for their above the or their traditional approach. So what we essentially do is, is we create the credibility of their message and the two work hand in hand to then drive conversion to the brand. And, and that's also so very important. Okay, that's where we're going to leave it. Thank you so much for your time. Most appreciated. I'm sure we'll chat sometime soon when we're talking about a client in particular and a campaign, you, of course, that we are. Look. Have You Heard is the agency. Ryan McFadden is the MD of Have You Heard the word of mouth agency. I wonder whether you've engaged with them at all, but uh, any thoughts you have, even in terms of the interview, let me know.